Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's so like, I had to like, ghost her nicely. <laughs> Like, well, it wasn't like completely ghost, and it was kind of like a haunting. Like, I know my <laughs> Can I interest you in some sex? You banging cars? I'm going to talk <laughs> shit about you. It's 6.30 on a Sunday, and you are rolling live with Arlo and Adam. Got a bomb square. 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 <laughs> I can't even talk. He said square. Stuttered. He just ruined it. I did. We had a bomb scare here in Tahlequah. Somebody called a bomb scare. Scare. See, I did it again. Why can't I say that word? I can't say that word at all. Yeah. Go ahead and put your fine ass mama back on the phone. You know what your shirt's made out of? Boyfriend That's material. right. Welcome to Live with Arlo and Adam. I'm Adam, and with me, as always, is the only hope for the Dallas Cowboys. Look out, Prescott. Here comes Arlo Jumper. What is oh. up, buddy? <laughs> What's up, brother? <laughs> I, I feel like I could throw better than him today. Dude, my my five-year-old could throw better than him today. I, I think he could. And all that ginger hair just just blowing in the wind. Fire. You know? <laughs> He'd be like a redhead Tom Brady. <laughs> For real. <laughs> he would. Well, I hope y'all's weekend is faring better than the Dallas Cowboys because Green Bay is whooping the shit out of them, unfortunately. So, uh, but I'm doing well. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. I'm good. I'm good. How you been? I, I, you just sitting there hobnobbing, bumping elbows, bumping fists with uh, <laughs> hanging out with four world champions, legends. Well, and I can say this, man. You, you're a big guy. Uh-huh. But I saw this photo of you on Facebook, and this dude made you look small. Oh, dude, Riddick is a freaking beast, dude. Coolest dude, I, one of the coolest dudes I ever met. Um, like, but just a monster, dude. Just a freaking monster. Like he, um, when I met him, <clears throat> totally nice dude. Yeah. I met. We were in the office before we took him out to the arena, right? And we were in the office, and he kept looking at me. Like, and this is the weirdest part. Weirdest part of the whole thing. I didn't put this on Facebook, but we're in this office and we're all taking these little pictures in the back. Right. And I don't have those, but we were sitting all just posing, being goofy, having good conversations. And he keeps looking at me, looking at me. We're in this office full of everybody. And he goes, man, I recognize you from somewhere. (laughs) And I looked at him and I said, man, I said, uh, I said, uh, well, I said, I met you last year twice in Atlantic city. And he goes, Okay. <laughs> and he goes, man, you were with Vinny Paz, weren't you? <laughs> I said, yes. That's how he remembered me. That's I awesome. mean, he remembered the face. He didn't you know, remember anything we said or anything we did, but at least that was there. Yeah. Uh, totally super nice dude, man. So we're sitting there at the table. I said, hey, man, let me get a picture with you. He goes, okay. So we set up. We stand up. And he, we were just sitting there posing with our hands up. Mm-hmm. And he goes, man, he goes, he goes, hang on, hang on, hang on. You, he goes, you with the champ. He goes, he, goes, he goes, let's square up with each other. So we squared up with each other. And he goes, he goes, man, you know what's about to happen? I said, you was about to get a whooping. 
And he goes, boy, you about to get your ass beat. He goes, but I, he goes, but I like you. You all right. You all right. I was like, <laughs> I was like thank you. Because I really didn't want to get hit with them big old can hams you got for hands. No freaking joke. That dude's fist was the size of my head. Like, no exaggeration. Dude, like big old, his fingers look like Bob's hot dogs rolled Dude, up into one. I mean, like, and I mean, just how could like his hand, his fist was like the size of my head. Yeah, I was like, no wonder you wanted the world title, dude. Like <laughs> you just crack skulls with those, you know. That one of the few people that can literally say I hit like a semi because yeah. I mean he just hits you like a dadgum Volkswagen Beetles like <laughs> on each arm. It would be man, it would be. I was like, dude. I mean, but what I really liked with dude, he was just one of the coolest dudes, right? Uh, so I I showed him my kids class, some yeah. of the videos we have. Yeah. So I showed him some of those videos. Him and his uh, guy who uh, kind of like his uh, PR person. Sure. That was with them. They uh they loved it, love what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So here's the craziest, coolest part, and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pull this off. Okay, but it's just the fact that it got thrown to me. Uh huh. We were sitting there talking. He goes, "Man, he goes, let me tell you something. This is the PR guy. He yeah. goes, we were talking. About, I was talking about opening a gym and what my plans are with this gym. He goes, when your gym opens, he said, get a hold of us, and we'll figure out something, and we'll come down and do a clinic." That's, that's tell me up. that is not legit congratulations dude. man yes like i got all their contacts yeah they took my contact we, we've already called right and i'm just like okay this this is freaking crazy dog mm-hmm. like i don't know what to say on that one like and that's what written then like 20 minutes later riddick chimed in he wasn't even paying attention yeah and he just started thinking man he goes you know what he goes ain't no one better to learn from than the champ he was, he was, you get your, he was, when your gym gets rolling, give us a call. His, his PR goes, dog, dog, I already got it. We already got this started. He goes, oh, okay. But I was like, damn, I, I, I don't know what to say. You know? That's awesome, man. Well done. I was like, right on. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It was, it was, now the event, you know, it didn't take off like we wanted it to. Hey, it, it's, it's, Audi's in the house. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Audi? The event didn't take off like we wanted it to. Yeah. But, it still did, you know, fairly well. Sure. And, and it's a first year event, so it's one of those things that, you know, first years are the hardest ones to get through. Once you, once people realize, you know, they did bring in a couple world champions, they did do this. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's that's yeah. going to change the tone for next year. Well, it's just like any bookstore; they get a author, uh, author down there signing it. It generates buzz, and it, um, it, it that's awesome, man. I am so happy for you. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, and you know. Um, and your the sitting ringside's doing really well, and that's awesome. Um, yep, it's doing pretty well. I still managed to get a few bouncers out yesterday with the uh, with the the rain coming in. Got a, had a one rained out last night, and today's got rained out, so I got a chance to uh, relax and everything. Got got to go see a movie with the wife. But that's before we get to that, we need to give a shout out to all of our sponsors. Uh, first of all, let me get over here so I can get all of the correct information so we've got a, a big shout out to wild turtle nutrition here in Tahlequah, oklahoma uh if, go head that way to get your natural shakes and teas um especially those teas don't 
put that nasty energy drink in your body. Go up to Wild Turkey. Get those uh, natural teas that'll long-lasting energy without the crash, without making you feel nasty, and without doing all of that damage to your body. You can check them out at 17632 South Muskogee Avenue. They're open Monday through Friday, 7 to 4. And while you're out, out and about and you want to speak in a natural uh natural medication and things like that things good for you cbd plus and lotus gold voted number one dispenser in all of tahlequah 3040 south muskogee site 106 uh, sweet 106 sweet 106 excuse me Tahlequah education man can't read uh, great place great place to get all of your cbd medicine and all of your uh herbal medication and all of that other stuff and if you're looking to uh get out and about or maybe ladies Head on down for Wednesday nights uh, for Ladies' Night at the Electric Cowboy in Fort Smith. That's 6107 South 31st Street. I'm sorry I took your line. Hey, eh? keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing some things right now, so keep going. There we go. Uh, and we will also be Okay, out since there. he's not going to finish that, 6107 South 31st Street, Fort Smith, Arkansas, baby. Fort Smith plays a night member open to 5 a.m. on Friday and Saturday nights. Must be 21 to enter. Like the micro machine guy. Dog, dog. Well, it's because I've said it so many times. It's just like program. Like even on days anymore when yeah. I can't remember what the right. what the uh, address is. Uh-huh. If I just don't think about it, it just rolls right out. So I'm, I've said it so many times. Like it's it's almost. I don't know if it's a uh, almost like a mnemonic device. Like I if so. I just. If I just get to that drilled. zone, bam, I'm just going to repeat it right out. You know, it comes right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, while you're at it, why don't you go on a, join us the 26th. We're going to be doing a live feed out there. They've got three nights of Halloween out there. And we you can be sure you check out our Facebook page, like that page. And we've also got the link that got them tagged here in the description of this video after the show Check them out. They've got a flyer and everything. We'd like to share that on our page as well. And they are also helping serve up one of our favorite places. Man, I'm, I'm parched. So uh, you take this one, buddy. I got you. So anyways, one of our favorite sponsors, uh, Frio uh, American Brood. You cannot beat that for the price and the taste. I'm just saying. As you can see, Adam, yeah. our uh, lovely display girl over here showing off the... <laughs> The silver cool can over here that everyone knows what that is, baby. Uh, thank you again, Frio American Brood. Yes, sir. And if you'd like to advertise with the live with Arlo and Adam, you can shoot us an email to Adam Arlo Live at gmail.com. We'd love to do some advertising with you. Absolutely. And uh, you never know what kind of events we and uh, we'd like to do live feeds. So be sure to check out that page. Hit that like button so that you can always get uh, notifications whenever we go live. What's and up? I'm talking to my Frio guy right now, right? They yeah. Within the next, I don't know, I can't just say weeks. It's probably my month or so. Uh-huh. We will probably be down in Stillwater. Sweet. Doing a show. That's awesome. So get ready for that when we'll be out there one of these, these evenings. <laughs> Evening. I, I told them that we're going to need that one in advance because Stillwater's a little bit further than yeah. than Fort Smith, right? So it's not going to be. It's going to be one of those days that you know. It's going to be one of those. Thank God it's in the it coming up to the winter because mm-hmm. your bouncers are going to get lower and lower. Yeah. But I told them I said we're going to need some weeks in advance. I said because when we drive out there, we'll have to stay the night. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. 
More than likely, about to just graduate. Because I mean, when when your sponsor is a beer sponsor, <laughs> you got to represent. <laughs> I got to represent. Got to represent. Hey, we go hard when we're at the Cowboys. We do. <laughs> we man. go hard. We, like we get paid to you know be cool like that you know and act act a fool. I've got to say, this is the best job i've ever had it is that's my my favorite nights are the nights we go and do live cast because we go hard yeah. when they when they let us loose when they turn us loose i just love getting escorted in the place yeah man. it's just like <laughs> walked up to a table with our name on there it you go and then the then they're like oh well take care of these two okay yeah. ah and then we just run around and act a fool man <laughs> i never thought i never thought any time that any of the shows I've ever been associated with, that at any moment I would be getting to do this. Yeah. Like, this is the small taste that I get to feel like my boy Josh Cohen. Yeah. Like, I get that small little glimpse at his world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like, okay, I, I get why you're so addicted to this, you know? Hell yeah. So I, I get it, man. Like I said, but we go hard. Anybody mm-hmm. come out the 26th of this month. It's a Saturday. We'll be there for the Halloween night. We're going to be there for the costume contest. Um, Chum out, hang out, and go hard with us. Damn right. Um, So speaking of going hard, have have you had a chance to go check the Joker out yet? No, I haven't. Have you? Yes. We went and watched it it last night. I'm conflicted. Okay. See, that's what I hear a lot of. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm... And I'm just going to go on a a limb here. Sure. I don't know because I haven't seen it, so I can't just say, "Oh, I don't. I'm not going to like it." Right. I'm going to go see it eventually. Yeah. As soon as I get a couple hours of free time, I'm probably going to drive down and watch it. But where I come from with this is I'm, and a lot of people didn't know this, and a lot of some people do, and I've said it now a few times on the air, but I'm a big comic book nerd. Yeah. So I'm going to want comic book. You know what I mean? And I don't see this to be too comic booky. It's going to be more of a movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's going to be a bad movie, but it's not going to be the movie that a true comic book fan is going to think of when they go see a comic book character movie. That the misgivings or the uh, the parts that turned me off, that's about 80% of it. Because who it is you expect a certain a level of association with all all those characters absolutely and that's uh and i'm I'm not going to give any spoilers away i don't not want yet. to ruin it for anybody but i do want to give people fair warning because i know that the media absolutely, social media the critics and everything have been tearing it apart of course uh news outlets have been acting like this is going to cause riots and all of this stuff <laughs> It doesn't glorify violence like they said. They're full of shit. Now, all of this said, um, I, I'll put it to this. Put it to you like this, without uh-huh. spoiling the movie. One of our favorite. What's your favorite Christian Bell movie? Uh, The Fighter. Okay, second favorite. Okay, <laughs> American Psycho. Amer- okay, yes, yeah, definitely American Psycho. It's American Psycho set in Gotham. And instead of a yuppie, it's from the lower end. Okay. So that's, I, that's the premise of it, I basically. Got I it's, got you. It's the <clears throat> delving into what pushes a, a, a man with uh, problems and a, a cruel history over the edge into being uh, the man that we know uh-huh. and love okay. to hate. 
Okay. The the problem is the the violence is pretty gratuitous. There's some really disturbing imagery imagery in it. Uh, Walking Phoenix is amazing. Um, I will say that to get that level of not I don't want to say revulsion, but I was genuinely uncomfortable, and it takes a lot to make me uncomfortable. Uh huh. Um, that's a testament to how great the acting is in it. The acting is bar none. I mean, it is perfection. Okay. The cinematography is perfection, but the story, I think, it it rubbed me wrong. Is what turned you off. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's where I see it to turn yeah. deter me from thinking it's just th- that great of a film. Yeah. Now I've heard a lot of people <clears throat> who have gone and seen it sit there and come back and blast all over social media. Oh my God, it was great. It was this. It was, but I'm like, you weren't comic book people. Yeah. You went and watched a movie. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch, you didn't go to watch the Joker. Yeah. Like I think of the Joker, I think of Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger and Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. And now because I've started getting into the show, even though it's off those two kids off Gotham. Yes. Those two, the the the, the oh, what's his name? I can't remember. He's an amazing but, but, actor. Yeah, but he's a great actor. Uh-huh. But the way they used him as two as as two people, mm-hmm. and he played two different versions. Wow, dude, he was amazing. Va- Valesco or something like that. His last name, something. It's a, yeah. I was trying to think of uh, find out where to where. It, me imdb it real quick but <clears throat> but dude those two what the way they used him to play two versions mm-hmm. wow i mean wow dude that was freaking amazing i think cameron monaghan is uh the actor who plays him that's right that's right the other that was his name in the in the show jerome yeah. and jeremiah jeremiah mm-hmm. um he also plays in shameless Really? Yeah, I know that he is a he plays a bipolar character mm-hmm. in Shameless, <clears throat> a gay character in Shameless. He is one heck of an actor. He's amazing. Yes, amazing. I don't see how he didn't get even thought about for any of these Joker roles coming up. They don't want to mix them. They don't I, want to mix TV what, with. Well, you know him. what's crazy is he wasn't called the Joker in that. No, they never. They can't. Yeah, legally. they can't. So mm-hmm. he never got called. That's why they had two different things of mm-hmm. the like versions of him. Uh, so that's why I was like, you know, I, I want to see. I really wish he could have got nominated for that because I think he would have been a great one. And go- oh yeah, for the role of the actual yeah, yeah for the role as the Joker. I don't see how he couldn't even get nominated, you know, or considered. Mm-hmm. I will say, but I also think that's why DC sucks. <laughs> yeah well see dc kills it when in the in the form of tv shows absolutely um, what they do in seat on the cw uh-huh amazing amazing um but they drop the ball on in the cinematography or cinema movie, yeah um except aquaman aquaman was awesome aquaman was was better than the rest okay well that's fair it was better than the rest of me mm-hmm. i thought it was a little too cheesy with the with the joking sides to it, yeah, that it was always kind of just a joke, a mm-hmm. punchline every every scene. Yeah, that's the only part that that turned me off to that. They tried to do a Marvel, where a Marvel likes to slip in some comedy and stuff, but you can't beat the Marvel universe. But Marvel also drops the ball on a lot of their series on TV. So DC and Marvel, just like everything, they're two different sides of the same coin. Uh, Berto, you're absolutely right. It's not the true story of how the Joker came to be. Um, 
they what they did is they took a lot of alternative stories and short stories that's been wrote about him and they blended them all together um and uh yeah my vertigo the joker is <laughs> an aquaman sucks, sucks ass. ass like i didn't yeah. mind aquaman i'm yeah. not gonna lie yeah. <clears throat> i i enjoyed the movie it was it was mm-hmm. a fun it was a fun popcorn flick to go see yeah and i took like two different girls to it <laughs> he was like why would you take why not Here's the thing. Because they're not going home with Jason Momoa, but you know what? They can think about him all night. I don't care. I don't care. That's a, it, literally what, exactly what I was going to say. That's like a, a girl showing she's cool and taking a man to the strip club. <laughs> you know what? That man's going to come home with his engine broken and ready <laughs> to go. Chaotic. So, oh, absolutely, I mean, dude. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. like, I'll take any, I'll take any lady on a date to any Jason Momoa film. Hell yeah, I don't care. He never wears a shirt in any of his movies. She's ready. She's, you know, she's not, she's not even watching the movie either. Right. She's fantasizing through the whole film while he's walking around shirtless. And, and later just, on with you. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> care. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not trying to marry you. <laughs> we just. We- <laughs> i've got to say though um i uh, i can say this is a truly heterosexual man though uh-huh i really dig jason momoa he's a class actor dude, he's a cool dude like he seems cool dude like ryan reynolds i mean every interview i see he's very charming he's really i you can tell he's a lot of fun uh just to hang around and be with be fun to party with yeah, oh yeah be fun to go kick it with yeah absolutely uh, and you can you can't beat that as wingman that's fine i'll be i'll be the grenade absolutely come, yeah the overflow of that <laughs> oh man you, that's that's just trouble that's just <laughs> trouble <laughs> i mean I, I don't even know what to say on that one but uh yeah yeah i would say um here's the thing uh, my last note on the Joker for those of you who are concerned about watching it's a psychological movie don't go in go in like you've never heard of Batman you've never heard of Joker you've never heard of anything and it's a great movie standing on its own now if you're using uh, the comic books as source material and you're expecting that you're not going to like it um, the violence is very gratuitous there's some scenes that are extremely graphic and they they are surprising and Joaquin Phoenix looks like he's anorexic through I, the whole I movie. I noticed that, dude. You can count his ribs. There's several scenes where he's in his tidy whities and he's just delving into that psychosis, and it's very disturbing to seem like that, like Christian Bale in that one movie where he was, like, withering away. The, is it The Machinist? I think so, yes. Yeah, something like that. I don't, I don't like... That's the other part I didn't like about him in The Joker. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I didn't like, like, the pathetic start. Yes, I don't. I don't like that. I'm that, like, it, that that part was right though. That's where Joker came from. Is it? He okay. was a struggling comedian. He was frustrated, but in the comic books, he was actually had a, li- a life. He had married. He was married, mm-hmm. or had a girlfriend and a baby, and he was just struggling down on his luck. And then he just like slowly like frustrated, like uh, Michael Douglas one one bad day. Folly. And he actually quoted that movie at one point. He said, I had a bad day. And you just see it all starting to snap on him. So, I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I just still don't like the way yeah. he looks as Joker. Yeah. It's just not, yeah. I don't know. I hated the makeup. but I My favorite Joker mm-hmm. was still Jack Nicholson. Yes. The, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. he just, he had it. Yeah. He had the swag to it. Mm-hmm. He had the coolness and he had the psychoticness of it. The great thing. And the the thing I do like about seeing the different people playing the Joker is that they bring the different phases of the Joker. Uh, Jack Nicholson was the mobster Joker. Yep. Heath Ledger was the anarchist Joker. Yep. 
I can I can barely speak his name. Jared Leto, Jared Leto. was just like the gangbanger. Yep. Gangster, not mobster, yep. but gangster. gangbanger. Mm-hmm. Uh Joker. Playboy. Um he was a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Uh they all of them had the psychopath streak. Um and but uh Joaquin's is just seriously just schizo, uh sociopathic um uh, just delving into insanity. So I'm I'm going to watch it. I I'm going to make time this yeah. week. Just try to go in with an open mind is the thing. And that, that's going to be the hard part. Especially, it, it will be, especially when they start saying Gotham this, Gotham that, uh, the, uh, mentioning the Waynes, uh, mentioning, there's a few there's a few callbacks, a few Easter eggs in there. But, uh, and the age thing kills me what, too. Was this, a, was this a DC movie? Yeah. It was Warner just, Brothers. It was, okay, yeah. And I'm surprised Warner <clears throat> Brothers pumped this out too, as family oriented as Warner Brothers it's is. Touche. But I mean, you know, they're kind of like Disney. They got a lot their hands in a lot of stuff that you don't yeah. even know about. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's why they also couldn't uh, really meant they couldn't mention Batman. They couldn't uh, mention all of like the big things because it wasn't a DC movie. Yeah. So they well, let us have Joker. Let's have um, we'll name drop a few, maybe show a few. So there's a few appearances in there. Uh, the Prince Batman soundtrack is amazing. It is, Audi. I agree. I agree. One of the best soundtracks. Now, you did mention Gotham, and I finished Gotham this weekend, mm-hmm. season five. Okay. And I've got to say, I hated it. What? Gotham is an abomination to comic books. I absolutely, I mean, I love the acting in it. I love all the characters in it. Uh-huh. I just hate what they did with it because they mutated everything. Really? And the fact that the, Bruce Wayne is growing up. Uh-huh. And it's on Netflix, folks, so I can drop the spoiler. Well, and it's like almost a year old now. He made uh, Batman makes an appearance, not like an okay. See, uh, I heard I've already heard that. I've I've heard that part. Yeah, and I noticed like it, and it's kind of its own story. It is, and it's centered around Gordon, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because it's young Batman, not necessarily Bruce Wayne. You know, being yeah Batman fighting crime yeah right. I, I see i can see where it's centered around gordon yeah. and like i said it's, it's kind of its own just story it is so i i that's another one like i've noticed i've watched two episodes mm-hmm. and in those two episodes i was like this is i, I didn't i didn't I, now it makes more sense now that you said it's centered around gordon yes now now the little stories that i'm seeing starting mm-hmm. in first two episodes really makes a little more sense yeah. of why it's that way because it's it, now that you're saying it's centered around Gordon because now yeah. I can see why it's who it's centered around. The thing that kills me um, in DC, a big term they use is the rogues gallery. Your your gallery of arch enemies and villains and all of this stuff. Every one of Batman's big villains are there, but there's no Batman. And that, for me, pisses me off because yep. Batman helped make half of these. Exactly. They weren't already there. Right. Like Because how did yeah. they get into Arkham yeah. without Batman? Right. Because he's the one that put Gordon them Gordon busted them. Yeah, but that's, he's the one that put them all in there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's why they needed Batman was well, because they couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, like Joker, he, he was created. He became the Joker the, that we know because he was fighting Batman and fell in the vat. Uh, Victor Freeze became Victor Freeze by um, fighting Batman. Scarecrow, I mean, it, the list and goes so on. on. And so on, yeah. Um, but the that that for me killed it. But um, Cameron Monaghan is absolutely amazing, and I would buy him in any Joker movie. Absolutely. Because if you've seen the movies where he, like, 
uh, or seen the one season where they introduce him, mm-hmm. he he his laugh. Yeah, no, see, he has the laugh. What what drew me to the show? Yeah, <clears throat> and the reason I'm going to say what drew me to the show was when I was just scrolling through YouTube. Yeah, and I saw a highlight reel of him as Joker, and I said, yeah. "I'm going to see how he looks." Yeah, and so I clicked on it, and then I was like. At first, it confused me. I was like, "Why is there two of him?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm watching. Then I then I start piecing it together. Yeah, you know, and I was like, "Okay, I got to watch this show now." Yeah, because I watched him and I was like, "This dude sells Fucking the kills Joker, it. kills it." And what's the thing I love the most about mm-hmm. it is he, by far, was the best actor in this whole show. Oh yeah, by far the best actor in the whole show for a for a low budget show. Mm-hmm. Because you can look at the backgrounds and yeah. see it's not, you know, it's CGI. Yeah. yeah, for a for a fairly low budgeted show, mm-hmm. he put up a high quality acting for the Joker. Yeah, I, I mean he's. I don't see why he's not his character isn't on pictures mm-hmm. with those versions. I'm going to, uh, yeah, I might even have to make a few memes to put out there. Absolutely, because it yeah. should be, because he should be on that, mm-hmm. on those, both versions. Well, I think it's one of those deals where the actor is going to pay the price for the writing and story. And there's a lot of the purest comic book people like me who shit on it. And unfortunately, he's going to get caught in that because mm-hmm. he's da- of part course. of it. Um, he plays the three, he plays three different versions of the same joker Mm -hmm. in that series and that's something huge because the the differences yeah is amazing and that's where you have my respect as an actor the different personality traits of each one of those jokers yes that and and that he portrays so very well Mm -hmm. it's one thing to play two characters in a movie yeah but it's another thing in a show or a show or a movie to end up playing three different versions right and selling it so so well yeah like if they ever wanted to do a prequel to heath ledger's he could play it oh for sure yes to heath ledger's joker he could play that version i'm on board they kept saying mm-hmm. you know when heath ledger died oh they can't do that every bullshit mm-hmm. we seen it on gotham yeah hands down he could play it for real i, I would put him in there yeah easily yeah Easily. And I liked how they kind of threw that out there with the scars. Yes. Like, I liked how they kind of threw it out there. His wasn't as bad. Right. His weren't as bad. They didn't go all the way up. His were just slits. Yeah. Not gouges. But I like how they threw that kind of reference to it. Like a loose throwback. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm just throwing this out there. If this ever happens, you heard it here first. We want some of that money if y'all end up making him into that version. Uh Chime in, guys. Who was your favorite Joker? Drop down there in the comments. You can send us a text. We are a live show, 918-973-0377. We'd love to hear your calls or get your text. Remember, uh, it is Halloween month, and we're also, we want to hear your your horror stories, your ghost stories, your close encounters with the terrifying and the uh, fear 
the petrifying. Uh, you can email those stories to arloadamlive at gmail.com. We can ride those on the air. All parties will remain anonymous. We just want to hear about it. And um, Arlo and I are working feverishly to find the source of our next Halloween special where we'll be live Halloween night doing a live ghost hunt. I'm about to order some uh, a new camera for that. So what I'm hoping is Monday I'm going to email the Batfish, mm-hmm. the submarine out in Muskogee. Sure. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I got a name. I'm just mm-hmm. going to email them. If they don't respond back, I guess I'll have to drive out there. <laughs> but you want to go with you? I can look really pitiful. Then we can go. If not, I'm going to go check out Dwight Mission because, like I said, I emailed them and they emailed me back and said this isn't Dwight Mission. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> why did it send me to this email then? Yeah. So, anyways, we'll go check out. I'm hoping we can get into one of those two. Sure. If we do the Batfish, we're probably not going to have that big of a of a group. Sure. Because it's it's even though it's fairly big, mm-hmm. but it's just a tunnel. Yeah. You know, it's just a giant tunnel that's sectioned off. So I don't even know how we'll ghost hunt that. I mean, we'll no. figure it's just going to be a wing in it. Yeah. yeah kind of like we did last year. Sure. We just walked in and <laughs> that is until Netflix picks us up. right? A- exactly. <laughs> Ghost hunting with Arlo and Adam. Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, call me. All the above. Give us a call. We're out and about ready to go ghost hunting. We're and the best part I like about ours. Yeah. And the best part I like about ours is we don't we don't pretend to be specialists like mm. you get on ghost adventures or ghost hunters. Yeah. We're just two dudes. Going into these places that people saying are on it, and just walking around and checking. Because I, I, I had to think, mm-hmm. how do you really become a specialist? Well, there's ways to study for it, though. I've never had. I mean, there's several books you delve into. Like, what, what made that person a specialist? You know, I mean, yeah. like, like I, I, I just don't see no hard facts to say well, hey, that dude's a specialist right there in this i would i would definitely gauge by how many books you've read uh, especially legitimate books like uh zach Casper, the guy the Casper guy from <laughs> the guy from paranormal Swayze ghost uh stories he's he's read that uh, several of the books on demonology he studied the religious versions <clears throat> of demonology versus the secular authors who's written it so he understands conflicting like various looks on demonology now you you can go that route or you can go my route watch ghostbusters one and two (laughs) uh watch casper um you can also watch scooby-doo that's a good one for ghost hunting (laughs) 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 so i mean uh, also watch also watch ghost with patrick swayze yeah um (laughs) and pray you get the female version of it All of a sudden, you feel shivers up my spine. You're like, "Ooh, is that Demi Moore?" And no, it's that creepy guy in the subway. I'll just do anything for a drag. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that—that's my theory on how to go about it. Ghostbusters one and two, definitely. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> so yeah, man. I want to. Um, Instead, we we go in looking for uh, uh, ghost Patrick Swayze ghost. We get thir- uh, thirteen ghosts. 
<laughs> the Tony Shalhoub movie. <laughs> I like Adi. Adi, thank you. Adi goes, I have to I have to go with Arlo. What makes the authors experts? I yeah. mean I I, I studying. just studying. <laughs> Again, what are you studying? Theory. Okay, they might be an expert on theory. There we go. We can we call that? They know more than we do. By they've studied theory. more than we do. Uh, first-hand experiences. So if if, if that makes us, if if that makes them, if they're an experts in theory, shit, we can write our own book. We can go take a couple of ghost hunts and then go write our own yeah, book. But we don't have years and years of experiences. And I actually and, do. I went and generic okay. B-rated ghost yeah. hunted. You know. So oh. I mean, I'll write some crappy ass book and to throw it out there and say, "Ghost hunting for dummies." I'm the type. I'm the type of person. If somebody's done something longer than I have, I consider them more of an expert than me. So. I will agree when it comes to woodworking, working on cars, <laughs> building a house, yeah. um, probably even coaching football, coaching boxing, fighting, yeah. uh, working on computers. Yeah, ghost hunting. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. That's not something I can just look up on Craigslist and be like, hey, yeah. that guy right there, he's going to come over here and exercise the house. True story. <laughs> I show up smoking sage like a joint. <laughs> I think this is how this works. <laughs> are, are you sure that's how this works? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm feeling totally, man, I am about to pierce the veil. I mean, I just know that that's where I get that, so... You can't find know. this shit at CBD Plus. Now I may, uh, I may, I would rather go talk to one of those people who wrote the book, sure, rather than read it. Yeah, because it, just reading it, I think it could just be gibberish that you're sure. just trying to sell me something. Like picking up an algebra book instead of having them teach the exactly. Algebra. So yeah. I'd rather go and just have a good conversation with these people mm-hmm. rather than just picking up his book that he's making money off of. Audi's one of our people. He said, expert in bad decisions right here. That's so, <laughs> us too, Audi. <laughs> hey, you know what's got four thumbs and now also experts in uh, bad decisions? These guys. These guys. <laughs> Best one was still last year. Last year's ghost hunt. Yeah. When you, we walked up and you said, should we leave the door propped? I was like, no. <laughs> that takes away the fun. And I'm not going to lie. When you shut that door, I was kind of like, ah, oh, shit, man. That got real, real quick. <laughs> I'm afraid one day Birdo's going to send me. I'm going to get a package from New Mexico and open it up and see a couple of deer uh, haunches. That uh, won't be deer. He said they were deer nunchucks. Not if Birdo sends them to you. It's going to oh, be chupacabra. Chupa chucks. Chupa chucks. Chupacabra chucks. Oh man, that's right, Audie. Then, then you can uh, write the book, and we'll we'll read it. There we go. <laughs> Bird on the chupacabra chucks, chupa chucks, man. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know what else is going to be kind of scary for some, not all of us. <clears throat> now there's a lot of there. Have you seen this whole thing? You know, everybody's saying, "Oh, it's now legal to go topless." In Oklahoma and Colorado and several places where we share a district that doesn't uh-huh. recognize state lines. And everybody's like throwing, everyone's getting all riled up. And they're like, oh my God, now um, it's legal now. Everybody can go topless everywhere you go. I'm on the fence about it. And my, I am too. I, 
I mean, granted that pervy side of me is like, oh, great. The, the, I might see, the kid in you. Yeah, the, yeah, the 13-year-old kid, which is actually fairly about where my maturity level is God, at. Of course, all of us. Um, I never graduated from pre-pubescent sense of humor. Uh, so, never. you know, there's somebody that's like, oh, man, I might see a smoking hot topless lady work, walking down the street. But, you know, I think uh, before we go anywhere, it's, it's not legal. They won a battle, a legal battle against one of the bands. That doesn't mean, all right, everybody everywhere can free the nipple and walk away around topless and all of that stuff. And so, you know, it's it's very much, uh, I'm on the fence about the whole thing. Exactly, Audie. Yeah. I I agree with Audie yeah. on that one. <clears throat> he said most you won't want to see. Yes. The other is... The ones that you do, a lot of these guys have no self-control. Yes. Just with a female dressed sexy. Mm-hmm. Don't even have to be dressed sexy. Right. What do you, and, and I hate to put it in that, in, in that way, but that's the first thing that came to my mind. Sure. And mainly, and people like, well, why do you put that? Because I'm a huge protector. So the first thing I think of is worst case scenarios. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't like, I, I, I don't like it because of that aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think they should have the right? Hey, if you want to do it, do it. I don't care. I'm, I'm not a 13 year old kid anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I can still sit here and use peripherals <laughs> if I want to sneak <laughs> right. a peek. Right. You know what I mean? And but for for the, in all realness, I, I don't like a lot of guys that are going to look mm-hmm. with ill intentions mm-hmm. and not look just appreciate well, a gorgeous body or a gorgeous face. And let's face it. What's most of society going to do? Absolutely. And which it will be legal. Yeah. Because it, which brings to point another aspect that a lot of people are concerned with, especially the legislators is that as it's written, um, because, they just kind of did a blanket ban on it. And so there's nothing that discriminates age. And so there's no mechanisms in place that says specifically you can't go topless anywhere in public view and you can't uh, minors can never be topless in public view. And that's where part of where they won the legal battle and all of this stuff, because it's not officially written is just considered public decency laws. But there's going to be a lot of 17 and 16 year olds who feel like they're grown and they want to go float the river and take their tops off. Yep. And if you film that, which I wouldn't, you wouldn't, but we oh. all know there's skeezy sons of bitches out there that, that will, will. That if you get caught with that, that's child pornography. You have to register as a sex offender for the rest or for rest decades. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. Um, so that really bothers me as well. Now, me as the parent, I think that this whole movement, what it has become is backwards. And when I say backwards, I, I will agree with that hundred percent. I think private properties, businesses, uh, <clears throat> owned places where you can at, uh, gauge, you can block people at the door and have a filter on it. I think those places should be able to say, you know what, we're free here. So you're almost saying like business wise, almost like nudist colonies. Nudist like, colonies. Like, that, that's kind of what you're deterrent, like uh, put labeling it with when you say like a business that you can right. shade 
and if you want to come inside, right. then you can go. Okay. To, is, is that yeah. what you're saying? Well, like strip clubs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Strip clubs, they have to wear the, the covers. Mm-hmm. Um, bars, uh, wet t-shirt contests all the time. They have to be Everyone. really paranoid about the girls showing their boobs. Yeah, because um, if they get caught with that off, then they're considered a strip club and they don't have that license. Exactly. So I think places like that, uh, bars, clubs, clubs, it's fashionable some places. Um, uh, well, here's the thing, though, about, yeah. the, about the bar. Mm-hmm. That would almost make every bar legal for it if it became legal. Sure. Because that would change the that license, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because if it became legal, and then it would be up to the bar's uh, rules to no shirt, no shoes, no service, or would you let them? You know, see what I'm saying? I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. I Like, just an outside, totally with no understanding of the law or anything, I would think it when it's an exchange of money is when that becomes a different thing. So like when that's your form of entertainment this, and you've got topless girls and people paying them, this is just running yeah, uh, as an employee, this is just running bars. Yeah. Uh, if it became legal, that to me would change the licensings of strip clubs to mm-hmm. every other bar. Mm-hmm. It would make it, in my opinion, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer either, but I would see it as it becoming legal. It's yeah. legal to go topless. You sure. see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when it would become to the discretion of the place to say no shirt, no shoes, no service. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm with that's, you. That's where I see it. Now, I don't I don't know how they would go about it in a legal sense, but mm-hmm. that's the loopholes I see yeah. coming with stuff like this. Um so on that respect, I think that should that should definitely be laxed if they're going to go this route and push that. Um, but I don't think that public access areas it should be allowed just because people like me who takes my 13 and 9 year old child out I don't think I should go down to Norris Park and have to worry about shielding their eyes because some 350 pound lady is walking down with everything hanging out Um, and you know it's and it's I'm not shaming anybody I'm just saying I I know exactly what you're saying with that but it's such mm mm-hmm and this is coming from a guy with no kids yeah. that's only raised his niece. Right. It's such a catch-22. Yeah. It's, if you go to a lot of other countries, mm-hmm. it's a little more laxed on stuff like this. Yeah, but they've grown up with it like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The only reason it's going to be different for ours is because we've always been taught it's this, or we've been shown by tv that it's just for sexual it's arousal been yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's that's just the catch 22 i have with it is well it's taken us 200 years to start breaking away from it but we're a protestant nation mm-hmm. puritans came here and puritans mm-hmm. colonized initially um so that's where a lot of it comes from and so we've always been straight laced and I'm, i agree with you 100 percent and I, I now here's the thing. I think in a perfect world, breasts wouldn't be as sexualized as they are. And this comes from a boob guy. This is, I mean, boobs do it for me. But I'm saying um, it sucks that we look at them as a sexual organ when they're not. That media has just absolutely just our culture yeah, and everybody has yeah. just absolutely made them into this. Sure, strictly sexual. Part. Put, yeah we put them on pedestal yep you can't see these but we we focus on them but you know, you know yeah you, we tease. You, you open up the you open you you click on 
web pages mm-hmm. open a magazine first thing you see is uh you know some female with a low cut shirt Nicki minaj cardi b All beyonce you know showing what they got yeah and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that no but that's the image yeah. you're burning into people's eyes mm-hmm. and then now you're going to be able to take that veil off of them and well, it's a guilty pleasure absolutely everybody's always told this is taboo you shouldn't like this mm-hmm. but you know go, whatever you do in your private time um absolutely i, I think it's going to be in a, my final thought on it i think it's going to be a when this thing starts taking off more it's going to be a giant headache mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of probably coming lawsuits oh yeah because like you said, the camera issue, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of people's not going to, some people's going to get frustrated when someone takes a picture of them, but now at that point, it's just like a guy walking with his shirt off, but again, it goes back to that, the age that we've gone so long that you weren't supposed to have it, and now it's sure. out, so they're still in their head thinking mm-hmm. you're not supposed to take that picture. Then it's going to go into the same situation that I was talking about with the idiots. Mm-hmm. That's going to go up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it causes a lot of problems. It, it's going to cause a, a huge problem before it gets better. Sure. And which means public places, in my opinion, you're going to you're going to have to start seeing more of those bike cops out. Uh, going to the comments, Rochelle says, I understood the way the ruling is interpreted is that women can't be discriminated unequally to men. The way Oklahoma's law is worded, it isn't biased to gender. Some of the other states involved in the rules uh, ruling specify women in specifically. They are now saying it should be enforced for both men and women to not be topless, not just women, for it to be fair. At least that's how Oklahoma is now approaching the verdict. You know, and I can even go I can understand that, too. Absolutely. I mean, that sucks. I mean, yes, we've been free to walk, run with our shirts off. We've been free to do that. But, you know, I don't even like seeing guys top uh, guys without their shirts off in Walmart or grocery stores. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely disgusting. Tacky. It's tacky. Yeah. Um, and, and if it let's say, well, in a lot of those places still have no shirt, no shoes, sure. no service. So you, you're going to see a lot more of those signs coming mm-hmm. up. You'll probably see that come up, you know, because it's going to start becoming discretion. Yes, because now it's going to be well, you can you can come to the park, but you got to have this. So all you got to start doing is putting up signs, technically. Right. But it's not going to help situations again. When I was talking about yeah. my protection side, mm-hmm. it's not going to help with those drunk people down at the rivers, drunk people at the lake. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to start seeing more possible ignorant shit start oh yeah so at least we recognize it as ignorant and we're not shaming uh, females we're not at saying all. that uh rape culture or anything like that i, I just know how fucking stupid people I are. i do too and that's that's what annoys yeah. me it, it the, the the ruling does not annoy me at all i yeah. i'm 100 percent supportive on what women want to do with their body how they mm-hmm. want to show their body 100 sure. percent supportive do your thing girls but i just know how freaking dumb guys are Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, because especially working at the jail, yeah, I've seen more cases of that I don't want to see. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
my thought is there's a time and place for everything. I don't think the public domain is a place for um, exposed nipples, whether you're a guy or girl. Uh, I, I feel like I should be able to take my kids for a walk down the street, uh, for to the river, to uh, a park, and not have to uh, shield their eyes or any them feel uncomfortable because of somebody topless, whether they're attractive or non-attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at now. I would understand that, okay, this restaurant, this bar, this business, this place allows that. So I just wouldn't take my kids. And then if I wanted to go to that place, then I'm an adult. So it's not going to phase me as much. But I think that public domain should be a place that's child friendly. And other than that, I'm all down for uh, social media, all of this stuff, whatever you want to show. That's totally up to you. You assume the risk. You're a grown person. Hopefully. So, so you're a little bit more with the old straight lace way. I'm a blend. I'm a hybrid of it. Uh, as it is right now, you can't, like if we're at Ned's uh-huh. and a girl shows her top off, she can still get arrested. Mm-hmm. If Ned's wants to allow that, I don't think that should be a problem for the mm-hmm. girl. I think she should be done. When we went to the bikini contest, that was our thing. Uh, that's what we were told. Mm-hmm. If they show, well, yeah, they, they're we disqualified. A, yeah. We can't reward that behavior. Mm-hmm. If the cowboy wanted to allow that to happen, I don't think they should be penalized for it. And I think the girls should feel free to do it because it's 21 to get in. They mm-hmm. control their clientele. Mm-hmm. So it's not public exposure. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. So do you think they, they should be able to walk out from there and walk in without? Or yeah, is, or, I think I would because, I mean, that's. Um, so that would be driving without or do you think they should take it off in the car? I would I would consider a highway a, a, a public domain, yes. Okay, so it's okay to drive from the house to the bar? I think you should wear clothes, yes. Okay, so take it off once you get to the bar. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, that's just what I was wanting to you know. Yeah. I, I, there's so many, mm-hmm. I don't want to say, I hate saying gray areas, but this yeah. is a big. Oh, it is. This is a big gray area because like people who feel the way you do, yeah. who don't think it should be done in like parks and other places. Mm-hmm. Full public view. I, I, I hate to say because I'm I'm rarely. It's complicated. It's very. I'm rarely both sides. Mm-hmm. I'm rarely both sides. Sure. I I do believe what's good is, is good for the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I as much as society has to sit here and think and only say, well, they're only thinking of hot girls. Yeah. It's it's equal right for all of them. Sure, do your thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think some people's opinion is based on not wanting to see some. Yeah, I think a lot of the girls, it's not wanting to see some. I think a lot of the guys that support it, they just think they want to see, see some. Yeah. yeah, they got so many ideas, and then some uh-huh. people are like, "Oh, well, I don't think it's because they know they yeah. don't want to see some." Yeah. So I, I there's still a very sexist mm-hmm. mindset to this in some standards. Mm-hmm. I really wish it was more so of a woman that was going to make this law and yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because sure to me, it's still because when a guy supports, it sounds pervy. Well, and it's you not people a, question his motivation. Touche, touche. And there's just so 
again a big gray area when it comes to this yeah my wife actually chimed in uh says kids will be kids and find it disgusting no matter how we explain it to them right now you won't change people's perceptions overnight i you know and i agree and i think me and her we've talked about it Mm -hmm. and we we agree with you i would like to end goal be more liberal like the european nations Mm -hmm. but we're not ready you can't change this overnight you can't expect it's like marijuana it's like desegregation was it takes generations of relaxing and pushing the line back and go ahead and like i said i i not fixing it overnight i agree mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of the idiots come in like a lot of people just aren't mature enough yeah. to handle we're what, not there yet no nah, like me i wouldn't care yeah i just be like i'm too old i don't <laughs> don't, nah. don't matter to me at this point that's kind of where i'm at me as an adult i don't care but the kids I, I worry about what the kids are seeing um now let's remember where this all started uh, <laughs> as a final thought yeah Bardo said well in some states they have the coffee coffee shops with baristas wearing thongs and nipple covers i it's funny we i have kn- one in oklahoma i know a girl that works at one in texas <laughs> 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 and i was like as soon as he said i was like yeah i know one i know one and that's her she yeah. always takes these pictures yeah. and puts them on her instagram come get coffee and i'm just like the hell kind of coffee shop are you working at well, i'm saying you know so yeah no i get that you know anyways go on uh i think the final point on this one we, we do need what a lot of people's not giving its fair time is the reason for these laws the reason main reason it was challenged was because of the breastfeeding laws because a lot of these ladies are persecuted against uh, they can't breastfeed in public mm-hmm. they can't in the restrooms and stuff and they were citing these you can't be topless you can't have exposed and so you know you fight somebody and they're most people and they're going to take a mile so they were overreacting so that if they compromise they get right to their true goal like you anytime you negotiate absolutely, absolutely. And so I, that's what a lot of the genesis of this controversial lawsuit was, was because so many women were and not then, allowed to breastfeed. And then you hire the right lawyer and that dude's going to dig and dig and dig and dig and then find yeah. the right answer, which he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is going to take years and years. Oklahoma law enforcement and all the legislators have all vowed that they're going to go against this. So, ladies, remember, it's not legal just yet to free the nipple. Uh, if you're going to do so, be aware that you could be cited. There was a, a skate thing in Tulsa, mm-hmm. and two or three girls got fined, like $500 a pop for indecent exposure. So, uh, if you're going to... Uh, push the boundaries just know that you're assuming some risks if you're going to push the boundaries make sure you know the laws and take pictures (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure there was a lot of pictures taken (laughs) oh i'm sure there was dang and i didn't have my drone (laughs) (laughs) oh pervert adam that drone (laughs) 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 we ain't mentioned that in a while no we haven't now we do, uh, being that it's Halloween, we like or uh, October. We do like to 
talk us about some scary stuff and uh-huh. every now and then. And we ha- we're not talking paranormal stuff, but you shared something to the Facebook page that could be scary for a lot of people, and that's that there is over 240 cubic miles of magma that was discovered underneath California. Yes. So California is actually setting on top of a super volcano. Now, let's remember, uh, California is part of what geologists call the Ring of Fire, which if there was ever a like a mega volcano, mm-hmm. California would be on the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you imagine living out there or living somewhere? I mean, we deal with tornadoes, but just knowing right underneath your ass is just a mega corn- uh, to- just, volcano. Just like the movie. Sure. Just like the movie. I mean, you wake up one day, you think it's an earthquake. The first thing I thought of when I seen that this was found, how did it just get found? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have they not been looking ever? Did they just now decide to? Or was it that big ass earthquake they had over the summer? I think it was a combination of things, but you, you can't really I mean? dig too deep. Well, like there. like on on volcano, what started mm-hmm. that lava flow was what they thought was the was an earthquake. Yeah. So that's the I mean, that's the first thing I thought of. God, I love that movie. I was like, so you mean to tell me that we find this few months probably sooner than what got released mm-hmm. you know what i mean probably sooner than when it got released that they're sitting on top of just this miles of of magma it says here that they've known for years and years and years so we're just not going to tell people well <laughs> it it just wasn't because pressing we, we're just not going to tell people because of that big ass earthquake <laughs> right this comes from this comes from Forbes.com. So I mean it's not a satire site. It's a legit site. That's why I found that one. Yeah. Um and they said it it's important to, this is the second paragraph of the article. It's important to start off by saying that this is absolutely doesn't mean that there is any imminent danger. And that's what they always say <laughs> of before course. they evacuate. Of course, I want you to feel fine <laughs> when you're sitting on top of a time bomb. This is called the Long Valley Super Volcano. This, <laughs> it, this isn't the San Andreas Fault, like the rock movie or Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. Um, <laughs> so there's, this is actually another one uh, over in that area. <laughs> yeah, another one. Right. So if this one goes off, he's probably going to set the chain reaction to the other ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, California really will be burning then, you know. So there's several different volcanoes setting in that area. Uh, this is not connected to the super volcano setting up beneath the Yellowstone National Park. So this is a totally separate system in that close of a man. So if one of these erupts, all hell's breaking loose. We we might even have a escape from L.A. situation where California just completely breaks, breaks off. off. And say, I love that movie. They call you Snake. I'll eat it. <laughs> Name's Pliskin. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. John Carpenter is the man. Yeah, he is. John makes a lot of great movies. Mm. A lot of great movies. Those were always... And Escaping from New York was good. I wish they would have made another one. Um, Kurt Russell was amazing in it. Uh, but yeah, and I did like the Volcano movie with oh, Tommy dude, Lee Tommy Jones. Tommy Jones did great in that movie. Yes. Great. And... Uh, oh, uh, Anne Hesh. Anne Hesh and who was the... Oh. The guy who played... Uh, War Machine? Yes, that's what I was going to say. That's all I know. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. It's War Machine. We're fine. Everybody knows who that is. Yeah, Don Cheadle was amazing in that. War Machine was great. (laughs) Rhodey was good in that movie. (laughs) Uh, That was before he had the accident and couldn't walk. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's on his way running from this big ass tornado uh, volcano, volcano man blows back out <laughs> we'll see if it's a new sci-fi movie <laughs> a shark na- or shark kano yeah shark kano <laughs> do you see they have the tsunami zomb- zombies that here's the thing my buddy is getting into it's gonna it's it's funny <clears throat> we're talking about movies now uh-huh my buddy is actually making a short film to send into like those short film festivals. Sure. Like those three to five minute long movies. Mm-hmm. Cool thing is I get to play a part. Yes. yes. Rockstar. Uh, so he's he's going to play a part. It's, it's not, I don't even know if I speak in the movie because a lot of those they don't speak. You get like right. maybe, maybe five words in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more flashback scenario, flashback scenario, kind of. And he got the idea from the guy who made Batman has a movie out that you can find uh, a 100% shot on his iPhone. Yeah. Everything was done on that iPhone. Who made those Batman movies? Christopher Nolan? Yes. It's him who who has an iPhone movie on short film that's like three minutes long. What See, three or five hell? minutes long. And that's where he got the idea from. So huh. we're doing all of ours off of his iPhone. And so we're going to send it off. I mean, he's got like four different people that's going to be in this, but I get to be in it. That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we're gonna, he's going to send that off come next year when it's time to send in your movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just cool that you – and he was at first talking like, man, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I don't know. And he kept – because he's done movies before. He's sure. been on a couple of sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me tell you something. I said, every time you think about not making one of your short films – Mm-hmm. Remember, someone made Sharknado one, two. two, three, and I think there's like four or five of them. Yeah, there's four. Yeah, yeah, there's quite a few of them. And I said, remember, someone took those. Those even made like it to the movies to watch as a marathon. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dude, send it in. You don't need, you know, Oscar-winning movies to make money. Find you a cult classic. You want to make you want to be sick to your stomach? How many they make? All right, Sharknado. Oh, hold on. There's two more rows. Shit, I didn't realize they made that many. Um, let me go back to. I can't see. Anyway, uh, Sharknado one has made two million dollars. Sharknado two has made it uh, made uh, one point five to two million. Mm-hmm. Sharknado's made two point four. Sharknado uh, four. Has made three million dollars, and there's two more, two more rows. So yeah, the fourth awakens. Oh, okay, yeah, there's only been yeah, there's been five. Jeez Louise, and so you got five, six. There's been. Six. Oh my God. Okay, it keeps growing. So six mm. Sharknado films. But that's what I told him. And you know those movies probably took two hundred thousand to make, right? And I'd say three just because they had Terry Reed and they've had, uh, I think even uh, well, Jennifer, Lindsay Lohan made us appearance. And in what's one. bad is those people probably didn't get paid much. Mm-mm. You probably looked at 30,000. Well, look who they are. So, I mean, they're all. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you probably got 30,000 for that. Sure. Film. And the reason I say that is because now that I've been working like this Atlantic City stuff, right, and this uh, conventions that I was at last this past weekend, a lot of those guys are only getting five to six thousand to come down, right? You know, to make an appearance. So I imagine doing a little bit of acting, having a solid background. I bet they're only making twenty to thirty grand. 
yeah to do that i mean don't get me wrong that's a good chunk of change for people like us hell yeah but i mean so you're looking at the two biggest stars probably 60 70 grand between mm-hmm. them everybody else fuck i bet they got like 510 well and then the, i think they were brilliant about it though because they got Tara Reid, they got Lindsay Lohan, people who Absolutely. are struggling, and they've hit rock uh-huh. bottom, and they're trying to make a comeback. What better Just way to get their face out there? To yeah, mm-hmm. get their face out there in a cult classic. Absolutely. And uh, have you seen any of those movies? Like watched beginning to end? No, <laughs> no. I, 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 I couldn't muster through. I mean, they're they're funny and they're cheesy, but I was just like, there is no way I'm I, I can't sit through this. There's a huge market for cheesy movies. There though. is, especially yeah. through the sci-fi network. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi loves, you know, goofy looking CGI. Yeah. The, you know. You know what I hate though, and we're, we're talking a little bit about movies right now. We this has kind of been a movie show. Yeah. The thing I hate about movies is CGI is a tool. Yes. But they have started using it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. Everything is CGI'd. Everything is CGI'd. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I hate that about these times with movies is like you take Terminator 2 when CGI first really started big. Sure. Didn't really get used that much. Right. It did, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. It just had four or five memorable scenes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, oh my God, that was the whole movie. No? You just had about four or five scenes that you're just like, dude, that was the scene that set it off. Like the one where he walks through the bars. Yeah. And the gun gets caught. Mm -hmm. Uh, When he melts. Yeah, T2. When he melts and comes out of the little window and sneaks into the guy's helicopter. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. But CGI, like I said, to me now has become more of a crutch for movies. Look at all the new Jurassic Parks, the reboots. Like the first couple of Jurassic Parks, it was all animatronics. And now the Jurassic Parks are all CG. All the Marvel movies. Yep. Um, all Even the Star Wars have movies. You, have you ever CG. watched the uh, the film where they're showing the takes of the Marvel movies? Yes. Have you seen that? How, I love like those. where Thor's running, he jumps off that wooden box, and that's it. He takes off flying in the movie, but when he's doing the shot, he just jumps. <laughs> I was like, what? And then like where uh, Captain America and like um, oh, what's the name? Black Panther mm-hmm. are in like that uh, tunnel, mm-hmm. and they jump off the car and roll in the street, and it's just like, I was like this is so cheesy to watch. It looks like us at recess exactly. in grade school exactly. playing. I think, yes, I think we look better. I think we could have pulled that off better. Do you think it's hard for them not to make the sound effects as they do it? Like, <laughs> I couldn't do it and not laugh. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm going to have a hard time. Like, the character I get to play in this little short film, right? Yeah. It's basically just me. Like, he's like, dude, all I need is you to act like the hard ass you do when you work at the bar. Freaking typecasting, man. And so I was like, sweet, I can do that, you know? Mm-hmm. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But, like, what these guys are doing, that's why I, I give them credit. Because he's going to take off and jump off a box and keep a straight face. I will say that does take another level of acting. I agree. Though. I agree. That's why I said I couldn't yeah. do it. And I happen to think I got a good poker face. Yeah. But to jump off and land on a road, like you said, looking like you were in grade school, no, I could not, not have a shit eating grin and laugh. I would be right. like 3,000 takes. I would cost the production team so much money because I could not keep a straight face. <laughs> or you jump down, twist your ankle. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Ah. 
<laughs> all right well we're running out of time so um it's already eight o'clock and uh, berto has got to see his walking oh it's not we got 20 minutes oh okay i need i didn't put my contacts in never mind so. you are so blind going. these days That's man true. Deaf, deaf, blind, and dumb. I'm Shit. telling you. All right. Well, anyway, so we can keep going. So, uh, <laughs> I was like, man, I flew by. <laughs> I'm done, man. I can't even, can't do this anymore. Well, I mean, at least I didn't get shot by my dog. Yeah. I, get out of here with that. Only in Oklahoma. Right. I want to know why she just had a pistol sitting Sitting like that, where if that dog dives through the window of her truck, mm-hmm. lands, I guess, on the firearm, and it goes off and hits her. See, we were um, the Walking Dead premieres tonight. I, I knew Berto would catch that reference. I got that reference, as Captain America says. Um, yeah, so, it, guys, once again, please follow our Facebook page if you're listening to us on iHeartRadio or Spotify, iTunes, or all wherever you get your podcast. Yes, when you're listening to us, please be sure to hit that follow and like button and all those support buttons. But uh, follow the our Facebook page, Arlo Adam Live on Facebook. Uh, we 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 like to post stories around around the state, around the country, and here in Oklahoma. In Enid, an Oklahoma woman is recovering from a gunshot after she was accidentally shot Thursday afternoon by a dog inside a pickup. This is coming to you from Fox 23 News. Uh, The vehicle was stopped at a railroad crossing when the dog leaped from the back seat into the front seat, (laughs) landing on the console on top of the driver's gun. Uh, the gun discharged, striking the woman in her thigh, or as Forrest likes to state, directly in the butt talks. Um, police said evidence at the scene matched both the drivers and the passengers' and descriptions. And the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> when asked, uh, when asked how uh, how the interrogations went, the dog said it was rough. It was, that was my rough. <laughs> that's my, that's mine, but. Um, I mean, how does... Okay, why did you have the gun in a situation, like laying somewhere where if something... Don't get me wrong, and I, and I will put it this way. you Sometimes you get too comfortable. After, sure. After you've done... After you handled things, you know, like you handle the gun. Second nature. Yeah. You're just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Desensitized. Yeah. But still to this day, I still have my spot that I stick mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I still have mine that I where I where where it sits. I don't get how they just had this. I don't. I'm assuming that this was a um, middle aged to older lady who's like you know been around the old way of doing things before gun control and all of that. I, my thing is, why do you? Why would you drive around with a gun in the in a seat? Like open exactly in the open. That's what I'm getting at. I don't yeah. get why it just sit there. Glove department um, under the seat. Uh, maybe even by a. They've got compartments now. See, in in mine, when I was in my truck, it sit in the center console. Sure, it either sit in the center console, or if I had it on the. Uh, that's if I wanted to take it off my belt, mm-hmm. because you know you you're, you just have a clip that goes sure. on and it tucks inside your. Inside your pants, or inside your pants. Right. 
So I if I if I took it out from there, then I stuck it in the center console. Mm-hmm. So that way it was always right by my right hand. Sure. And I, that's why I don't get why you just tossed it on the seat beside you, and then. And when it was in the console, did you have like a bunch of junk in there, like? papers and pens and i had a few papers like my uh insurance verification sure but no, it, it, it could act like a paperweight sure but i didn't have anything that could go inside of it and hit that trigger and hit, and yeah. that could that, that's what because, i was getting at because in my head even though i didn't think if i even if i had a pen in there i didn't think it would go off mm-hmm. but i would sit there and i would think i just don't want to test the the luck or the waters yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so i would just throw it in there and never have nothing that could slide in there like i said it can act like a paperweight sure. that's fine i can lay it on top so I, I that's why i don't get that's why i was like what how did she get sh- why would you just have it yeah. where if, if the dog especially when you got a dog you can't blame the dog right he's just being a dog mm-hmm. granted he didn't listen she probably told him to stay back there and he hopped over the seat wanting to talk to the owner you know yeah. and steady shot her <laughs> His his report matched hers. <laughs> Think he was looking for the woman who shot his paw? Maybe, maybe <laughs> so. You know, that's old Yeller. You know, old Yeller just jumped the seat. And I th- I'm pretty sure that day she was old Yeller. <laughs> he, he, t- he took her out. He took her out. Told her look at the flowers. <laughs> it's a rough life, man. Um, yeah, that's I. Folks, do you hate gun control? Do you like gun control? That this. That is how you get gun control. Idiots like this who just leave your firearms out in the open. This is what makes society think that we're not responsible enough to own firearms because idiots are going to leave them out in the open where any dog can, any bitch can grab and shoot you. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah. So, uh, I wonder if she... She uh, replied with that. She's like, oh, that bitch shot me. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What else is there? Uh, Well, you know what? And this kind of relates. So there was a study that was put out. This is by themindunleashed.com. And a study was made. uh, They found out that the world is increasingly dumber, study finds. Western Europe is home to a cluster of development economies that boost I'll, I'll go ahead and go through, but this is done by NBC News, the new Think Vertical IQ stores of France, Scandinavia, Britain, Germany, Australia, and they're all beginning to decline like we needed any proof. Um, idiots like that with the guns. But yeah, so as a whole, the the globes and all the civilized countries in the nation, their IQ scores are all starting to go into a steady decline. Any objection to that? I don't disagree. <laughs> right. I can look at a lot of these people <laughs> and be like, yep, yep. And, and what's scary is that's our future. Mm-hmm. Idiocracy. And, yeah. And they're not doing anything to help change that. Mm-hmm. You know, you would know, you know what, uh, you, you see it. They see it every day in there. You know, I don't, I don't know why there isn't something to start trying to help because you can sit here and be like okay well if we let them decline they're easier to rule but at the same time you're not going to last forever yeah so (laughs) in the study the the i know you hate it when i say this but the experts um (laughs) the researchers that perform the study uh 
opt, uh, gave one possible sol- explanation, which includes the rise of smartphones and other devices which have worn away at our ability to focus, the rise of lower skill service work that isn't as intellectually stimulating and less nutritionist food. So all the McDonald's, all the ramen noodles, all of the sodiums, sodiums empty calories, all of the prepackaged foods that mm-hmm. we eat every all the day. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can, I can see that because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen a lot of research on that. Yeah. That, that stuff, you know, is horrible, but it, it kind of goes in that old, that old saying of, you know, what you put into your body. Yeah. You are what you eat. Yeah. And I, if you're just eating junk, that's what you'll become. Yeah. That's what you're doing to yourself look at it and i and i went i told you i went to my doctor's appointment last week and i gained 20 pounds and that's because i eat shit and i don't work out i don't exercise and so of course i'm going to start experiencing all the fallout from that and that's just kind of where our society is yeah and what's weird is if you change your diet up now Mm -hmm. watch and feel the first two-day withdrawals oh yeah feel like shit yeah you're gonna feel that Oh, I want this. Mm-hmm. Like what I tell a lot of people when when, we're, when we start working out is people's like, oh, well, I'm always hungry. I'm always hungry. So they end up going to like McDonald's or mm-hmm. they end up going here. And I'm like, next time you get hungry and you decide to go to McDonald's, walk in your kitchen and grab an apple. Mm-hmm. And they look at me and like, well, what do you mean? I said, because if you won't eat the apple, you got a craving. Yeah. You're not hungry. Uh, another nutritionist for that exact same point, they said that. Most Americans now confuse dehydration with hunger. Mm-hmm. And so they say, if you feel like you're starving, if you're like hungry, go go down like a full cup of wa- 20 ounces of water. Mm-hmm. If you're still hungry after 15 minutes, then it's legit hunger. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it was your body yearning for uh, hydration because oh, I can see that. our primary drinks are soda. And something carbonated, caffeined. Even Gatorade doesn't count. Mm-mm. I don't care what the they sugars say. Are, well, and what people don't get, and this yeah. is, it's funny you mentioned the Gatorade situation. Because I, I just had this with one of my people. I said, the thing about Gatorade is that go look at all, look at the nutrient side of it. Mm-hmm. Go look up the, uh, the back on the label. When you go look at that label, it has sodiums, it has sugars, it has, you know, everything... Almost everything that a soda has in it. Mm-hmm. But I tell people it's made for right after your workout. Mm-hmm. And it's made to put that uh, potassium back in you, that sodium back in you, that uh, that sugars back in you. Because if you're only putting water in you, you're flushing all that out. Mm-hmm. And even though you quit, let's say you go and work out and you're only drinking water and your pores are wide open and you're sweating for an hour and a half, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, hardcore, all you're doing is flushing out your body. Yes. And then you don't put nothing else back in it to replenish that. And if you and if you listen, they say that in Gatorade, replenish. They mention the word replenish. Yeah. So you're putting all that stuff back in your body, but it's not meant for drink 10 a day. Yeah. Because then you're just doing the same thing a soda would do. It's a true story. Um. And Jim Carrey likes uh, believes that our diet is part of the increase of depression and last loss of sleep is because you know you eat you eat bad you feed your body 
terrible stuff, it's going to react and it, it's going to suffer from those withdrawals of the nutrients that we need to survive. And what are, I don't care what idiocracy says, Gatorade is not what plants crave and it's not what our body craves. Absolutely. Yeah. The thing, I agree with Jim Gary. Yeah. 100%. Because if, if you're feeding yourself a bunch of junk. Yeah. And then life comes up and kicks you in the nuts. Mm-hmm. You're already feeling sluggish. Yeah. Now you hit that next one. It's just a it's just a roller coaster ride down, mm-hmm. and it starts with how you take care of yourself. Sure. You know what I mean? I got mm-hmm. lucky when I blew this bicep tendon out. Right. Because I was in shape. Yeah. I was mentally. You shaped. were training at the time. Yeah. I was mentally in shape. I was physically in shape. I was emotionally in shape. I was spiritually in shape. And then it hit me. And then for nine weeks, I was stuck in a cast, partial cast, and stuck in that sling. And then for five months, I was stuck in just a sling. Right. So I was real fortunate that I was prepared Mm -hmm. to get hit by something. Nutritionally. Yeah. Extremely blessed that I was was in that situation to get hit by it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would have done if it would have been the year and a half before when I started. Right. And I was 385 pounds. Mm-hmm. I don't know what would have. I really don't. Yeah. I would have been probably 460 pounds by the time it was over mm-hmm. and just downhill decline. Don't get me wrong. I packed on 40 pounds since then, but fuck, I was bedridden for nine weeks. Right. And now I'm just now where I can go to the gym and start lifting with my upper body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now now it's starting to start. Now I can start. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, dude, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, now we legitimately are winding down on time. <laughs> I've double checked on two different screens. Uh, we are winding down on time. We do need to give another shout out to our sponsors who we hold in extremely high regard. We thank you guys so much for supporting the show and your your sponsorship is going to take us far. And by those people, I'm talking about people like Wild Turtle Nutrition. We are talking about nutrition here Absolutely. at the end. Um, don't go grab that monster. Go over to Wild Turtle Get one of their their teas. It's chock full of the proteins and all of those things that you would you need. All of those different uh, uh, what are the word for? And I can't remember uh, vitamins and such. Vitamins, minerals, all the above. Yes, minerals. That's what I was looking for. You know, one thing, and I'm I'm gonna talk about that real quick too because we got about seven minutes. Sure. One thing I love about their teas is I've I've done everything from pre workouts, mm-hmm. pre workouts to to energy drinks to these teas Mm -hmm. as far as the initial kick and longevity of the kick their teas are 100 percent better with no crash right like i would take it was almost like a like a like a coke head when it came to the Mm pre-workout i would take a scoop of the pre-workout i would take a scoop of a pre-workout and just shoot it in my mouth the, the powder and then take a swig of water Good God! And man. then I'll tell you, you'll move mountains. Yeah, like you, you'll your veins will blow up. Your uh, you'll you'll go crazy, dude. Popeye. Yeah, but that like I said, but with the teeds that they got, dude, the initial rush, mm-hmm. the longevity of the rush, uh, the no crash, how it even it's it's like a plane landing, mm-hmm. descending. You don't just it, it's a slow. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. We're back to normal. Tanks running at, at, low. After mm-hmm. a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And way better tasting. Oh. Way better tasting. So I, I highly, I'm I'm super big mm-hmm. on their teas for energy boost. Mm-hmm. Super big. Anybody that wants to go try one, tell them I sent you. 
Yeah. Uh, we definitely sent you. And if you if you want to see proof positive, look back on some of our older videos. We did a live feed last <laughs> month. We went. We rolled in there dragging ass because we were at the <laughs> Cowboy the night before. No, we were just at Ned's the night. Oh, it was Ned's. <laughs> we, we were, were at Ned's. We were Ned's the night before. Uh, slight hangover, hangovers. We rolled in and we drank a tea at the beginning of the show. And by the end of the show, we're Boy, feeling we're good. Fired. We yeah. are fired all cylinders. Um, I've been using their products since before they were sponsoring the mm-hmm. show. Me and the wife use it. It fuels our day. I have to drive long distances and it really helps me. Monsters, bangs, and all of those, they run out by the end of the day. And then I feel like shit the rest of the yep. night. And, and also, if you're trying to lose weight, if you are trying to gain muscle, their protein mm-hmm. shakes are excellent. And Excellent. they got plans. No. Yes. They got plans you can get on. There's like there's like four different plans for four different budget types. Sure. That they can go in there and help you with. So go in there. Don't think it's overpriced. Don't think you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Talk to them. They will help you figure out how you can afford it. That's what I love about yeah. Kay and Brad. Go in there to Wild Turtle Nutrition right across the street from Cherokee Nation. Pull that address up for us one time, Adam. Sure. So like I said, if you know where Cherokee Nation is, they are directly across from it. Wild Turtle Nutrition. Brad and Kay Terrapin. Ask for them. That's 16... 16- or excuse me, 17632 South Muskogee Avenue, open Monday through Friday, 7 to 4. Uh, and those shakes are a full meal replacement Absolutely. as well. And you actually will feel full because Adam, Adam drunk one that morning because he didn't get up in time for breakfast. I barely finished. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, dude, yeah. I'm full. So, I mean, yeah. So, hey, watch that episode if you want yeah. it. We, we weren't, we weren't, we're not BSing you on that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll take your money, but we're not going to lie to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and the thing I like. And I was a car salesman. I don't like selling you a product that I don't believe in. Right. I, I won't, and I won't go get a sponsor that I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. I could go down to, uh, to just some random, probably some kind of crap shop that sells sure. you something that you're not gonna, that's not gonna work for you. Mm-hmm. Probably get them to sponsor the show. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Every sponsor we have is a quality product from quality people. 100%. And speaking of such, another one that we we have supported for a long time, especially through the legalization uh, struggles, uh, has become CBD Plus and Lotus Gold Dispensary, voted number one dispensary in all, all of Tahlequah. Now, I can't use THC because of my work, but I, do use, I have used the CBD uh, products. They help with migraines. They help with muscle aches. Arlo uses the CBD ointments the for his gym uh, recovery and things like that. And uh, if you are able to use that THC, head down there for the best and purest forms of that herbal medication with that jam-packed with that uh, THC. They've got edibles. They've got smokables. They've got every way that you could possibly ingest the stuff and use that. It's so much better than these opioids that we are in a crisis of Absolutely. that is killing our uh, our society. Uh, that, that address is 3040 South Muskogee Avenue, Suite 106 here in Tahlequah. Tell them Marlo and Adam sent you. You betcha. And we've also, we've always, we can't say enough good things about the Electric Cowboy down in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Uh, we will be live October 26th uh, doing a live show, and uh, they're going to have a costume contest. We're going to help judge with that, just like we did with the bikini contest at the pool party. Let me tell you guys, it is always an amazing party. We'll be out front. You can come out there. We'll have some swag giveaways. Like always. And like always. And you can. we're going to make it earn. We ain't just going to throw them to you. It's going to be fun. Yep, you got to get some uh, trivia or a challenge or something. You betcha. And we'll all... Um, 
will also be representing uh, my, one of my favorite new sponsors, and that would be Frio American Brewed. Uh, I have switched away from all of the other uh, beers that I used to drink because, not because they pay it, because I do believe in the product. It is actually delicious beer, and it is also easier on the wallet than any other one. So don't let the low price point thing, uh, make you believe that it's low quality because that is absolutely not true. Um, and uh, if you're wanting to go down the Cowboy, what's that address, Arlo? 61, 6107 South 31st Street, Fort Smith, Arkansas, baby. You betcha. And uh, without further ado, remember, folks, if you want to sponsor the show, you can give us an email. That's arloadamlive at gmail.com. And that's it for me. I'm Adam, and I'm going to turn it over to my man Arlo here for some words to live by. All right, we're going to make this one short and sweet tonight. Seems like everybody's going to get to the walking dead. I always say, people, the difference... The, the bridge between reality and a dream is the work you put into it. Okay? Remember that. Like we always do about this time. Keep living strong. Keep training strong. Most importantly, baby, keep loving strong. Live with Arlo and Adam. Till next week, we are out. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.